0: People, welcome back to sideline talk podcast. I hope that everybody has had a good weekend. Arsenal are still top of the league. What a weekend it was. Um, yeah, look, this is gonna get interesting. And of course, to discuss Arsenal's win over Liverpool, Miller is back, no coincidence there. (laughs) Um, but yeah, mate, how are you doing?
1: Hello, everyone all right?
0: (laughs) Return of the dead
2: yeah i'm good man i'm good what a game mate
0: eh? yeah mate can't wait to can't wait to delve into it to be fair and yeah the boys haven't gone and hid they are still with us dale i'll go to you mate how are you um I'm feeling doing, after I'm, sunday I'm we're gonna get into like the game this, itself mate. but <laughs> otherwise other than obviously the disappointment and the ongoings at Liverpool at the moment how are you doing you okay yeah fine
1: mate
0: you're right yeah well good mate um yeah, just about. Record. I'll tell you what. I was knackered yesterday. 4:30 um, kickoffs, just not a treat. Like you, you, you no, even if you don't drink much, which to be honest, Lee probably knows how much more we drink than I do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just ends up a very, very long day, and it takes a while to catch up, especially when you're a father and all. But um, yeah, Kingman Kingham. Speaking of which, how you doing, mate? You're right. You had
3: a good week so far. Stupendous, mate
0: sarcasm now I guess Um, but yeah we're going to go into all the games not just Arsenal and Liverpool obviously Liverpool versus Manchester City on Sunday it gets worse Um, you know just when you think things are not in your favour you've got that sort of game but then again if there's a way for Liverpool fans to for someone to lift the gloom for a team to lift the gloom beating Manchester City is it although yeah I wouldn't have my fingers crossed on that whatsoever Um, but yeah we're going to bring up all the Games results over the weekend. Chelsea a big win over Wolves 3-0. Um, to be fair, Graham Potter deciding to drop Reese James and Raheem Sterling. So I was a bit baffled by that. I thought this could go pear shape, you know. Wolves aren't Wolves aren't an easiest the easiest of teams to beat. So when I saw that, I wasn't so optimistic, but you know, it paid off for him. Um two one to Manchester United over Everton. Ronaldo's corner is two hundredth goal, but I do want to delve straight into the big one on Sunday because there's lots to get into when it comes to Liverpool as well. Obviously, a few injuries. I'm going to start with Sam, because I know he's just itching to speak about this. Sam, what was your take on the big win over Liverpool on Sunday?
2: Um honestly, I'm just I'm sitting back and I'm enjoying everything at the moment, mate. You know, I'm interested to see how these boys are going to publicly speak about it obviously they've had their views in a certain group chat but hey you know we'll see how this goes but great game obviously you know proud of the boys there coming for it you know once they they came level twice you know you're thinking oh god it's gonna go against us there obviously Hmm. dubious penalty shout i'm with the boys on that one i I personally don't think it was a penalty for us and i think the handball was a penalty for them but hey you know you've got to make your own luck you know and um yeah I'm, i'm buzzing i'm absolutely buzzing
0: can't not be mate can't not be i think you're preaching for the choir when it comes to the arsenal fan um yeah look the way i see it it's part of the game now you're going to get good decisions you're going to get bad decisions nothing's ever going to be 100% you know it's it's never going to come gold it, we're used to these decisions in football now it sounds bad and pathetic but i am i'll be more baffled if i see a game without a decision going the wrong way than mm. i am to see a game with it going the right way so um but yeah lee talk to me on your thoughts about the game and do go into that as well, because I want to get your opinion on the referee. And obviously, there was a lot, lots of things happened. It, it had everything. Um, the only thing it didn't have is ascending off, to be honest. I think that was the only thing the game was missing. But lots of goals, uh, lots of decisions to make, some controversial, some not. Uh, but yeah, talk to me on what you thought, how you how you felt about Liverpool's performance overall first.
3: Uh, well, I thought it was very predictable with how this season's gone, really. Um Obviously, Arsenal came flying out the blocks as they normally do um, so far this season with their early goal, which was from shit defending from Liverpool, as has been the case all season, really. Um, and then for the rest of the first half, it was pretty much Liverpool dominated. Um, and it should, probably should have gone in drawing at half time. And it's like that goal before half time absolutely knocked the stuffing out of Liverpool. Um, so where they should have been ended in the first half. Of being optimistic that they're gonna take the game to Arsenal, which they were doing at one-all. Um they conceded that goal through poor defending again and just didn't turn up for the second half really. Um don't get me wrong scored a cracking two cracking goals, uh, especially Firmino's is very nice yeah football. a
0: great finish from Firmino. He's having a
3: and, yeah, was, there's no point in speaking about refereeing decisions. We know how bad they are. It happens every week. We talk about it every week. It's just officiating is terrible in this country. We all know it. It's, um, the only positives are that, obviously, majority of the first half, we played quite well. And I guess Trent's not going to be around for a couple of weeks. Because so, uh, when Gomez come on for him, he pretty much had Martinelli in his pocket, which begs the question is why didn't he start? Gomez, um, when Trent's had such a difficult couple of weeks, um,
0: Martinelli needs to empty his pocket though. Trent needs to get to Qatar. Gomez, yeah. did, he was alive, but honestly, I, I the, the first 20 minutes, I think it was like when Martinelli scored that goal, I thought it's just going to be too easy for him. And then, yeah, I
3: don't think it's that difficult to be honest with you then because it's every yeah. every week, every week someone's roasting Trent now. It's like it's pretty par for the course, really. This season so
0: <laughs> far, um. Do you think it is a confidence thing, though? Like Before I go to David, do do you think it is a case of the pressure has got to him? Because obviously in in this league now, like when you see all these all-time Premier League 11s, the situation where it really gets difficult is when you look on the flanks because we are a bit underwhelmed when it comes to right-backs and left-backs, left-backs especially. I feel like you could walk into the league at the moment, be a great left-back and shine. Um, like Luke Shaw had one great season at Man United, and people were saying it yeah. was the best thing since sliced bread. It's just how it is with Trent and James. There's always that debate: who's the better defender, Trent or James? Cancelo gets put in the mix and stuff like that. He has got like big weight on his shoulders. Do you feel like maybe the outside pressure is getting to him? Because
3: I do feel are... I do feel some of some of it is unjustified. Like when I, when I watched the first goal back, um, mm. there wasn't a lot he could actually do because <laughs> he's he had he had sort of two or three players running at him so like he, should, he can't pick up three players on his own um, we've got
0: one of the quickest front threes in the league well, let's let's yeah. not forget that
3: it was in the first minute of the game it probably took him by surprise um you know you can't he needs help from his that's he needs help from the midfield or whoever's following their runners really you can't sort of track two three people at the same time um so there is kind of a bit of unjust criticism there but at the same time i still think he should be doing better. So, it's a tricky one. But, yeah, I thought first, obviously, Arsenal started fast. Liverpool came into it, looked a better team going in at half-time until the second goal. And then, yeah, second half was pretty much Arsenal deserved it. Um, don't know. That's pretty much it. That's that's how I see it anyway. Dale. Um, I mean, it's just to see how we come back against Rangers tomorrow.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're going to get into that. Definitely hold that thought. Um, Dale, do you agree with Lee in terms of, um, the first half, especially because you did come, you did come out. You know, you you conceded, and then you seemed to respond quickly to it. Um, and then obviously, Nunes got the equaliser. But do you feel that is where the game went wrong with the um, with Saka's goal just before half-time? Do you feel like that sort of did put a dent in Liverpool into coming out in the second half and getting a result? Not,
1: not really. I just, I, I think, I agree with Lee. I think we started poorly. I, I was down. I was in line basically with the 18-yard box of where the first goal went in, the Martinelli goal went in, and for the first, the first two or three seconds of the game, where Joel Matip's first clearance up the pitch was shocking. The ball comes straight back. We then tried to play about with it and give it away straight away. I just think to myself, it's naive from experienced defenders when you're away at a team that are flying high. You know that they're going to come out and want a fast start. Why are you trying to p- play at the back at the back in the first minute or so of the game? Just get the ball forward get the ball forward, get up the pitch. But we didn't. We sat back and it's kind of like we've gone from playing this ridiculously high line to now playing a ridiculously low line. And it we were so deep when that, if you look at the goal again, when Saka picks up the ball, how deep the back four were. So mm. deep. And then obviously it's, it's nice movement um, from, from Odegaard. And I said before, the one player you don't want in and around the box with the ball and, and the time with the ball at his feet is Odegaard. And he picks a lovely pass and it was a it was a lovely finish by Martinelli, but i like i agree with lee i think from that point from the goal going in it almost woke us up a little bit and i think for the rest of the, the rest of the half we were pretty much the dominant team i think nunez had a decent shot saved by Ramsdale. Um, yeah. i think there was another one where it almost i think it was almost an own goal was it by saliba i think it was, I think it was saliba yeah and he and he made a good save i thought I, I don't really remember too many times in the first half where i felt like arsenal were going to score and then obviously mm. I we think had Gabriel
0: treatment. had a bit of a t- Gabriel had a bit of a bad game on Sunday. If I'm going to say yeah, anything yeah. out, I, uh, I think I, Gabriel oh, he looked uh, a bit. Uh, I don't yeah. know what it was. He just looked a bit think, rusty. Um, he didn't. He I didn't think. Look comfortable.
1: I think. I think. Nunes had probably his best game in the Liverpool show. I thought he was a that is for that baseball. is probably
0: why though as well because Nunes, Nunes was, did play. He was your best player by a long distance. Play,
1: his hold up play was really good. He was he was making runs in behind, and I could see how, especially in the second half. I'll touch on the second half in a second, but. He's making the runs, but the ball's not coming. And hmm. I think when you've got, when you, when we got to half time and it was five minutes added on, you then go, right, let's get to half time now and let's, let's keep it at one one. We have a free kick on the edge of your box. And somehow within 10 seconds of us having that free kick, you're, you're attacking us and you, and you put the ball in the net with sloppy defending. Henderson finds himself at center half. Trent obviously comes across. Henderson doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. So he dra- got, uh, gets dragged across along with Trent leaves a big gaping hole. I don't even know who was in that centre-back when the ball came across. I think it was, was it Partey who missed it and it ran through to Saka and he touched it in? And then that second goal goes in. But then the start of the second half, the first five minutes, we come out and score the goal. And you're thinking, Mm right, well, we've we've actually started well here. But then you could see from about 55 minutes, Liverpool's legs had gone. That midfield is so old, mate. In terms of a 30-year-old footballer in a Klopp system, might as well be James Milner.
3: Because Especially when there's only two of them in there as well.
1: That game, honestly, I know we've been crying out for like the, the system change, but there's got to be adapting to the game that you're in. That game was crying out for Fabinho to come in and play in and match Arsenal up as a three in the midfield. I was screaming at Klopp because I weren't that far away from him saying, put the Fabinho <sighs> one in a three. Obviously, he ain't going to listen to me, but you, it was crying out for a bit of protection in there and an extra pair of legs in there to help. Because Arsenal, for all their... Sort of a lot of the play was in Liverpool's half. They didn't, apart from the Odegaard chance where he hit it straight at Allison, I don't really remember Allison making that many saves. It was a no. lot of pressure from Arsenal without really any end product. Um I think Odegaard probably should have scored the the chance. I haven't seen that chance back, but it looked like from yeah. where I was up the I was up the other end, he should have scored. But I generally was quite I was quite infused by the performance up to about 55-60 minutes. After that, it was a shower of Shit, mate. To be brutally honest, but we had we had no out ball. Nunes was making runs, and I was watching him off the ball. And the amount of times that he's turning round at Henderson and um, Tiago and Firmino, saying saying play it early, play it early. He was calling for the ball, and he's, he's taken two, one too many, three too many, two too many, three too many touches, and the ball then the ball's gone. It's no longer on, and you can see how frustrated he was. But yeah, I think from fifty five minutes onwards, it was um, it was poor. I thought Tiago was. Was trash, mate. To be honest with you, oh, I'm one of his biggest fans, but I thought he was trash the whole game. He's passing, his poor, he's diving into tackles, getting dispossessed pretty easily, and then he goes and gives away a stupid penalty. And I, I, I quite, I actually think it was a penalty. I think it's soft, but I can't really complain. I think it in it this up.
0: day and age, it's a penalty. Back in the back in the day before VAR came along, before Premier League referees weren't how they are now. Maybe not, but I think in this day and age. Sometimes it gets given, sometimes it doesn't, but it's a penalty in my eyes. Um, and yeah, as for the handball, look, for me, it looks like it hits his chest first, but I can see why it would be given if it would have been. Uh, this is in terms of the Gabriel handball. And to be honest, if that would have been given, that would have summed up his day. Gabriel did not have a good afternoon. Uh, luckily, we won and it doesn't matter. But Nunes was I do, really... I do just him. think... I, on, think on, I think confidence problems. I think he just seemed a bit not confident. Um, Nunes I, is obviously th- big and that was forced to be reckoned with, so maybe I think was just out there touch. was
1: mom- there was moments in the game that, that that game was defined on. I think the Dia- Diaz going off was a defining moment. Yeah. I thought he I thought he was giving Ben White all sorts of problems. Um, I thought Ben White was probably one of his worst games that he's played for Arsenal this season. Not in terms of on the ball. I think I'm just talking off the ball. I thought Diaz was cutting across the back the back four of Arsenal quite well. He was ended up on the right hand side quite a few times and he was causing a bit of confusion. But I think the um, the Diaz injury didn't help. I think we lost our... When Firmino Cute. come on, you could Massive just Massive loss the, for you the, lot. Massive. The, the rhythm changed when, D, when Diaz come off because we just didn't really get didn't back slide. to it before. No, it, 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 you, you've relied left, so. on him a lot
0: this season, though. So that is not that is expected. Um, in terms of my thought, like Tommy Asso, I thought he was probably our best defender. Yeah, um, did, great to see him back. Playing on the left as well, a bit unusual yeah. for him, but he did it, he did it with justice. I with justice. will tell you he's
2: a lot of credit Very for that, pleased
0: man. with him. Um, and look, he may not be playing like it at the moment, but Mo Salah is one of the best wingers in the, in the league, has been in the world at one stage. So to come and do a job at left-back against him, having not been started for a while, you know, you've got to give it props. Credit where credit's due. Saliba had a few, one too many mistakes, like the positioning for him in, I think it was the Firmino goal was a little bit... Just looked a bit off to me. Um, Saka and Martinelli, unbelievable. How on earth we paid five, uh, six million for Martinelli? It's got to be one of the best businesses the Premier League is ever going to see. Six million. And honestly, if he keeps this up, God knows what price he'll be going for at the end. I just I think, want to see that new. I think new that's where you won the table game, now.
1: Though. I think that's where Sorry you me? won the game. I, th- I think that you look at the average ages of the two squads. I think Arsenal's average age is 22, 23, Liverpool's is like right. 29. And that told, in the second half, that last half an hour especially, you could see the oh, the, the, dif- the difference. The Liverpool, the, we had no legs, whereas Arsenal seemed to almost grow and their energy levels were sustainable, whereas ours was sustained for 55 minutes and then we just fucking plummeted.
2: But do you think, yeah. while you, while, we've got, while we're have still on the subject, do you not think Klopp has to answer to a couple of questions So with the changes and not being quick enough and everything? Obviously, Trent being injured and stuff, Salah obviously having to come off. Like you said, you, you had um, Henderson at right mid at one point. Mm.
1: But that's that. I, I think that is Klopp's fault in terms of the, the the changes that he made. They didn't really make sense. I mean, you're trying to you're trying to get back into a game or trying to score a got a winner and you bring off your arguably your best strike, your best for or source of a goal, and you put on uh, a centre midfielder in a right mid position. That doesn't. This
0: make sense. I didn't underst- I didn't understand the substitution. I didn't get what he was trying to play for. It didn't seem like he was trying to go for a win. And in my yeah, he eyes, he
2: definitely settled. He was trying to settle. Mm, saying, like, you,
0: do you know how big of a game that was for you? Like you're now 14 points clear of. I think. Top. I, I, think also, not I think corrupted.
1: also. I I think also. There's more to it than just that game. There, I think he was mm. sending a message to the to the to the owners to say, look what we've ended up with here. Look what look what we're dealing with. If yeah. you take Sa- if you take Salah and Diaz out of that team, we've got no other wingers in the club. No.
0: Mm. I, I I'm I'm going to sit here and I'm going to I'm going to tr- I'm going to try and bite my tongue because I agree that. Business needs doing at Liverpool. However, coming from an Arsenal fan, three or four seasons ago, we were dealing with a back four of Mustafi, Socrates, God yeah. knows who else, Kolasinjak. You've got and you've got we were give crying Arsenal out for this. Liverpool have spent some money over the years, potentially Maybe. in too much similar positions. Our, our net, I think our that's net, where it's gone wrong.
1: Our, our net transfer spend over the last five years puts us 18th in that league table of teams that are in the league now. Our net spend is the 18th. That's how much we've spent.
0: I, I, I think the thing is, you've spent we've a lot. Spent, it's, all, it's all been in the attack. You needed no, to. I did, no, I agree we, with we, that.
1: I, we, no, we've only spent that. what we've accumulated. We don't yeah, spend... Don't, really, they, do we,
2: don't, they don't really go out and go bang, 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 bang in seasons.
1: Mate, we and signed Nunes for £65 million. Yeah. We sold Mart. We sold Marné, Origi and Minamino. That paid for that transfer. We haven't... we yeah. spent a net spend of £20 million this season. This but season. then you can't operate like that then at the top. No, and we it's signed
3: the right back, a left back and a centre back in the last... year to two years as well so it's not like we'll just spend it on an attack either but that's where
2: that's obviously you're not scoring enough goals at the moment as well
0: we scored a, a lot of people. A lot of people say it's a lot of people say it's to do with the the departure of Mane, which to, to some to effect I can agree. But the problems but, I'm seeing for me is the whole system
3: wasn't, not, wasn't around Mane yeah. though. No, no, was, I, couldn't, I not, couldn't disagree more with that Mane comment. We scored more goals than we have last mm. year. All the mistakes are coming from the back, It's the midfield, yeah. and the defense.
1: Midfield. The midfield yeah. is the biggest issue. That midfield needed surgery three years ago. When we sold Wanamdam or we let him go, that was when we needed to then go and reinvest in two or three younger hungry are uh, centre midfielders who can get around the pitch at the minute we're we're still persisting with the same midfield free that we've had for the last three seasons do you That's
2: think it's half as the chances though of getting bellingham in january we're getting defensive. bellingham anyway it's defenders
3: who are, it's def- it's key performers who are usually reliable not being reliable Van Dyke Van Dyke's been terrible this season, and he's been. Has been the same,
2: mate, since
3: that injury. One thing I'm I'm going to discuss is last season. He was brilliant last season.
2: Um, Looking
0: at looking at your injuries now, I've just I've just been reading on them. You've you've got Trent out for some weeks.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. It looks like your centre half is out now as well. Who, to be honest, I think. Was it last season? Was it last season when um. When Matip had like just as good of a season as Van Dijk, I think it was, wasn't it? Like people really improved. He's
2: yeah, really he's improved.
0: great, great player, to be honest. But mate, it was this is three as well, wasn't this, it? Am I right? This is
1: this is half the problem though, right? We've got yeah, three, free sir. We've, free we've, we've got Matip who can't play more than
3: maybe we games. need to sign a fitness coach. Maybe that's where it's going wrong. Amount <laughs> 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 of fucking injuries. I've never but this seen is the it. problem. We,
1: we've got we've got Matip who can't can't play more than 20 games a season. We've got Oxley chamberlain the same uh, uh, kate is the
3: same we've yeah. got five
1: we've got five or six players there who can't put together 20 games a season and we're trying and it's just and it's not on top of that they're all in their 30s now this eight this squad i think we've got about 12 players now who are in their 30s i know i know it's a bit of a cliche but you need to have a bit of a mixture of maybe two three four that are in the 30s and the rest are like between the ages of sort of 20 yeah. to 27 28 we've either got really good youngsters or we've got people who are got, who are past their peak. We've got no one in the middle.
3: It's it's mm. a chance now for other people to step up. Anyway, the next couple of games. So I'm intrigued. Speaking of away. which,
0: speaking of which, there is an elephant in the dressing room that I want to speak of, and I'm sure you know what's coming next. So with Arsenal, we had our new contract dilemma. I won't speak of his name because he's been talking rubbish about Arsenal again. But yeah, that happened. History dies young. He's You've now at that. Chelsea. He's
2: trying to justify himself, man.
0: Wish him the worst. Wish him the absolute worst. But. Mo Salah signed a new contract obviously really good news for Liverpool after the season he had Um, himself and Son obviously last season doing brilliantly Son started off in the wrong gear found a bit of form against Leicester and that you know having a bit of a dip again Salah seems to just it just isn't going well for him Diaz is now injured what's your take on it now Dale like where do, where do you go from here? Because you can't drop him, not with not with the injury problems you've got at the moment. He's not going anywhere. But what where do you think it's gone wrong for him? Do you think it's the fact that the team are not performing themselves that has no. made the hand effect on I him? Think or it, I think is it the watch, pressure?
1: No, no. If you watch the games, like I think Lee said it a, few, a week or so ago, there's a tactical change that's happened. And I don't know why it's happened. I don't know whether it's because he's trying to incorporate Darwin into the team or whatnot. But Salah used to make his runs from outside to in. And yeah. he used to always he used to always do that run from outside. He'd be hugging the touchline, and then as soon as Trent got the ball, he'd, he'd sprint inwards. It's now the other way. He's starting in inside the inside the fullback in the centre half. When Trent gets the ball, he's pulling wide. He's almost trying to make Salah become the creator rather than the scorer, which to me just is madness. We're not getting yeah. Salah in the areas that he used to get in, which was in between the centre half and the the left fullback. And he's not get he's not occupying that space anymore. He's playing as a winger rather than an inside forward, and that's for me the biggest reason why. Yeah. I don't know why he's done that. I don't. I can't.
2: I, I don't know. Maybe it's something just needs, he's something
1: needs to change because I mean also
2: just touching on that, boys. And then you obviously don't want to speak his name, and we won't. But touching on that, I felt like in the reverse side of that, when it was our player doing that, he down tools. Well, you can see is that he's still trying to sell it. It's just obviously not going for him. I don't think he's 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 mm. still not putting in the effort.
0: It, it, in my opinion, though, this should get to a situation where you fit the system to the player because Salah mm. is far too good of a player to change things about. He just went and had like one of the best seasons to date for not just a Liverpool player, a Premier League player. You know, ridiculous stats last season. Now, something's obviously not working. Switch it back because. They're just going to fall that, further man. down in the mud, otherwise. Not easy as that. Diaz has been yeah, their life, actually, life.
3: He's Diaz actually not, not life, playing man. badly. He's just not getting goals. He's not really. He's not. Yeah, but that's, really, really good, though, that's what it?
0: you want out of Salah, that's though, isn't yeah, it? That's a goal.
3: He, he, yeah, we're getting goals elsewhere. Like scoring goals isn't our problem this season. we keeping
0: them out. We
3: scored more this year than we have last year. It's not our issue.
0: Okay.
1: I don't think really an... is it...
3: a problem. As a massive problem, yeah,
1: if you but... look at the games we've drawn and lost, right. pretty... I don't he's think got, we've he's not...
3: got a fair few assists this year. Like he's set a few up. He's being sort of less selfish.
0: I think this
1: yeah.
3: comes to
0: a situation though, just where the pressure is on him to score. Like, look at Bakayo Saka. Not to compare the two, because Saka's still got a mountain to climb. But people think he... people thought he was having a bad season. He's got yeah, no, three he's assists. Forgot. He's got four goals and three assists in nine games. Like. Do you know what How I think same,
1: this this
0: season for Saka?
1: Just touching on Arsenal for me, I think this season for Saka is the season where I think I said it a few weeks ago that I, I really rate Saka. I think he's a good player, but there was starting to be a conversation around whether he was sort of overrated because his stats as a inside winger or a, or a inside forward, as you want to call it, his stats were quite poor in terms of goals and assists and goal contributions. He's I think this it, figures, this is the season now where I think if he really wants to be considered as one of the top sort of youngsters in Europe he's got to put the numbers up. In, and that's not just goals. That's assists and goals. He's got to put their numbers up this season to sort of warrant it. I think if he can finish the season with 10-plus goals and, and sort of 10-plus assists, I think you'd, you'd say that, you know, he's finally there. But I think with him, I mean, even on Saturday, on Sunday, he wasn't in the game an awful lot, but he still obviously scored two goals. But he didn't actually oh, get... Yeah. He didn't get on the ball as much as, as, as I thought he might do. But um, I do think this season's a big season for Saka. I, I was quite... Pleased if it was gonna if we was gonna lose and, and we was gonna you know, obviously lose the way we did that Saka was was the one to score I think he he, he deserves to be sort of highlighted as
0: one of the, the best young talents in he Europe. Go, he and... goes under the radar a bit because of I just think again it's the pressure because he gets put in conversations like Foden or Saka and stuff like that. People just compare them and it's like look Foden is a team of Man City that are scoring yeah. for fun every week. Saka is not going to do that because. Arsenal, uh, we're still, as well as we're doing, we're still building. This front three have been playing together for nine games, nine games only. And to be honest, they've done well. I was looking at stats. So, Saka's got three goals, four assists, Martinelli, four goals and two assists. So, you know, that in nine games from two wingers is impressive. Hayes is up and running himself as well. And yeah, we've got a few good games that look like they're going to go in our favour. Leeds away, it could go either way, to be honest. The form we're in at the moment, I like to think You'll we're unstoppable. Um, but them. Leeds, I've, I've never been, as well as it went, I think it was, was it last season on Boxing Day? We absolutely Perfect. stuffed them and they played 17-year-olds or something like that. Yeah, Other than that game confident. itself, I've never been confident against Leeds. Just because, I think it is just the stadium and the fan base. They have a good fan base and it's a good atmosphere, but I'd like to think we will go unbeaten until the World Cup. Um I think the World Cup's got I know this sounds horrible, but I think it's coming at a very good time for Liverpool. Because I think the injuries you've got at the moment, if you were going for a normal period of a Premier League, Champions League and all that, I, I don't know. It, it it's not going well for you as it is. I think it would just it would get even worse. Um it, speaking it, of it, speaking of which, Dale, go into this while you're about to respond. Hmm. Tomorrow night, obviously a chance. To respond um in the Champions League. A massive game really. Because if you don't win this, then <laughs> you've got to beat the likes of some other big fish in the pond. Um but yeah, go on and say what you're gonna say and then give me your thoughts on tomorrow night, mate.
1: But I forgot what my point was to be fair, but I think Arsenal have just gotta just gotta ride the wave, mate. I think you should be going into every game now thinking that you're gonna you're gonna win and you know, you've, yeah, 100%. you've got I, I, for I, I, the thing is, as, as well as obviously you did and you got a good result and it's sort of like a, a monkey off your back in terms of playing a big, sort of big six uh, top six side and you've got that win I didn't actually think Arsenal played that well I think you've played better this season and I think that's kind of testament to to Arsenal really, that you've not played your best and you've still managed to get the victory, so I think Arsenal fans rightly so, they should be excited because that's what at the end of the day, that's what
0: football's about and you want to see your that's team win. That's how you finish high in the league as well is getting results out of Nothing, and I really. think
1: I think as well that ask the fan, the fans being like you've seen how powerful the fans can be for Liverpool when they get behind you, and and, and you can almost be like the twelfth man and get a team over the line. So I think Arsenal fans just have to enjoy it, but obviously yeah. just realise as well that it is only eight or nine games, and there's still a hell of a long way to go. But enjoy it while while you're there, because look, we've we've tried to beat City to a title for the last five years, and we've got one. So <laughs> believe me, there's going to be a bit of heartbreak along the way because it's trying to beat that team is yeah.
0: just Look, a joke before we go into rangers liverpool my my take on it would be the beginning of the season i wanted a strong push for third and um a europa league campaign hopefully win that or win the fa cup find a trophy somewhere i'm not going to move the goalpost now just because we're performing so well if we think, if we, are, we, yeah, if we are there we for a title that, if, if we're there we for a title charge if we're there for a title charge it's just it's just a, it's just a benefit at least
3: second, i think you should be aiming for second now I think I mean, the problem we're going to have,
0: is- the problem we're going to have, is I think history is going to repeat itself. And come January, the signings that we didn't make during the summer, for example, a centre midfielder, or getting rid of Pepe and not signing someone else to back up Saka, we're going to pay a price for that. These play- Saka is about to have one of the busiest seasons yet. Europa League, Premier League, and let's be honest, he's going to probably play a big part in the World Cup. You'd like to think so. Keeping someone like him constantly fit, it's just a big, big ask. Um, Thomas Party's had his injury problems as it is. He's crucial to keep fit this season. The good thing is, Touchwood, Jacker seems to know what he's doing in terms of fitness. Uh, he had an injury last season, but he seems to always be on his feet and keep his foot on the ground. I just hope we don't slip up. I think the only thing stopping us is fitness. Um, and I'd like to think in January they're going to get something done because if they don't, Come February, when we're hopefully looking at round of 16s, cetera, knockout stages, we could be in trouble um, if we lose either or Sakura Party, and even Jesus. Look, he, an injury to him, you're relying on Eddie and Kettia to step up every week. It's still not enough, uh, not for a title charge anyway. But look, if it goes if it goes completely against what I've said, it's only a good thing. Um, I just think in terms of the depth, we've just maybe not got enough to push for a title charge all season. I think Liverpool will come back up as well. As much as I like bantering you now and giving you the stick, I can't see Liverpool staying down there for long. Klopp knows he's, he's got to, he's got to turn it around. Um, it's just a case of how and when. But yeah, let's go into Rangers. Lee, I'll come to you, and then Dale can respond tomorrow night. How are you feeling about this one away in Scotland?
3: I have no idea. Um... <laughs> They're so it's, low. It's um, it's a tricky one. Um, obviously, Ibrox atmosphere. European Knights is famous. Um hopefully it's not gonna crush us even more. I'm intrigued to see what Klopp does with the system, with the lineup. Is Harvey Elliott gonna come in? Is Carvalho gonna come in? Um obviously expected to see Gomez come in. I'm hoping to see Canate start, get his fitness up ready, hopefully for the weekend. Um Fabinho's gotta come back in as well. Um he's got to prioritise Champions League above Everything else at the moment, I, f- I feel like the game against City at the weekend's a free hit. Now we're not expected to get anything from it, so um, place more importance on the range. Can someone but...
0: inject this into my veins? <laughs> <laughs> a free hit. I never thought I'd hear a Liverpool fan saying that. Uh, this is coming well, out of our dictionary.
3: We've already beaten once this year. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, well, I've, I've, it's, it's a must win the Champions League game, Champions League uh, group, to be fair. We need to win this one. Um, we've, we've obviously got Ajax away to come in Napoli, so this is a must win, really. We need to get a week, uh, we need to get a win. Um, I
0: wouldn't back you lot against Ajax, them. I wouldn't back you against many teams, but Ajax definitely. Not.
3: Well, I, think, I think Napoli, the last uh, Napoli look really good at the moment, so to so have them mm-hmm. in the final game, hopefully, we can have qualifications sorted before that. Yeah, um. <sighs> And Champions League is the best competition, best club club competition out there. So I would prioritise this game above the City one. Um, Yeah, focus on this and see what, before we decide what's going to happen with the weekend, I suppose. When, am I
2: allowed to ask you boys a question on Klopp, just because it's kind of still Liverpool-based? When will the pressure start to mount? Do you think never. that's a complete never. free never. hit This the end, until the end of the season? How bad never. does it have to get before the conversation starts, is what I'm saying? It'll never Maybe. get sucked.
3: Two seasons of bottom half, maybe? Mm. He'll yeah, never see, get
2: sucked. A... You don't think for so? me?
3: For
1: me, he'll never get sucked. I don't... Bargetting... I, I, Bargetting... I'm, bar, I'm, bar I'm getting at that.
0: Two seasons in the bottom half. Surely he doesn't get that long. I'm not saying... Mate, he, he, he will, go will to never... He, he will never If you're sucked. looking at Arteta, do you remember how many conversations we had about Arteta? This ain't
1: it's Arteta. This ain't Arteta. Come on. Klopp's They're not in the same
0: league, mate. Klopp, in theory, has had... OK, Arsenal have been given some money to spend. I get that. I get that 100%. But Liverpool's expectation is way up there. Champions yeah, but it's, only, it's only, only up there
3: because of what he's done. It's only up there because of what he's done. Mate,
1: if you if you gave any other manager that Liverpool squad that he inherited and then gave him yeah, the money that he... and gave him the investment that he's
2: had, no other manager would have done what he's done.
1: None. You, you have, I, yeah, I feel like
2: you have to stay modern, though, in the sense that you can't just, just carry on Listen, with it. Listen, he... To, he, to, he, to, he, to, he
1: the thing is, we we don't know don't what goes know. up. We we Klopp said before. Klopp, Klopp's never going to going to um, call out the owners of the club, but he has said before that he wished that we were a bit more uh, risky. He called it in the transfer market, and so it's not from the lack of him trying. I just think that he's under such restraint. We're basically a top six club that operates as a bottom six club in terms of the way that we reinvest in the squad and the, where the money goes. Don't forget, in that time, we've redeveloped the stadium. We've built a new training ground. So all these things come out of that budget that you would spend on players. So you had to work under so much restraint. Yes, he's responsible for some of the issues that we have on the pitch in terms of his team selection, in terms of the loyalty he shows to certain players, the tactics, in-game stuff, all the actual football-based stuff. Yeah, you have to hold him account for. But he's got so much credit in the bank for what he's done. Yeah. It's hard to kind of then go because we've had we've had four years of of basically winning every game here, more or less, to then having Six seven games where it's not been great to then start going. Oh, we want cop out. They're idiots. The people who call for him
2: to leave, it's idiots. all over social media at the moment, mate. But they're
1: idiots. Ignore them. They're, they're, so, they're, to they're idiots. You're not gonna who who tell me now who you bring in at this stage of the season with the players and everything we've got that does a better job than them. no one. Yeah, saw, good, if anything, it will be I saw
3: share. Um, I saw share Gary Neville's opinion like. Um, and that's, he's come. He's a diehard Man Man United ambassador, and there's no one in there's no one in the Premier League who's done a better job than he has in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um I just don't see that changing in the next year. Listen, money
1: money doesn't mean nothing at the end of the day. Look at Man United. Look at Chelsea. Look at yeah. look at City. Look, you can either. It's about who you buy for the system and the way you want to play. It's as simple yeah. as that. Your recruitment is everything. And Klopp... I
0: think the thing is as well, you're not far off the fixed puzzle. I generally just think it is that midfield. You need to find someone in that midfield and listen. Klopp, get a good Klopp... system going that works for the midfield you've the got syst- as well. The system. The and system, I think it will. I think it will go.
1: This is the thing. The system that he's got works. It's just the players that are in the system now are outdated, yeah. and he he and Klopp's very stubborn in the fact that he will not sign somebody unless he can almost guarantee that that player fits that system. So again, it's not just the case of they might have gone to Klopp and said, "Here's here's eighty million or here's hundred million, go and buy yourself two centre midfielders." But he might have gone, "Actually, no, because I want Jude Bellingham. We can't get Bellingham. I'm willing to wait. That's his, that might be his decision." And that's he done the same with Nabi Keita. We waited a year before we got Nabi Keita.
2: But then it, you've also got to ask the question, Dow, is where... Yes, OK, you just said about the, the money for the training ground and stuff like that. But then you have been a successful team. So where's that yeah. competition?
1: No, like? I agree. No, I agree. I, 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 I totally agree, mate. But again, you've got to look at it from... The owners will only spend what we generate. You've given Salah a brand new contract, which is then... Well, I don't know what he's on now, 350 grand a week or whatever it is that he's, he's got. You've then given Virgil van Dijk a new contract in that time. I think Fabinho signed a new contract in that time. I think there's been a couple of others who have signed new contracts in that time as well. So all that money adds up to where that money goes. And I agree with what you're saying. There is, We've been a successful team, so where is that money going? But it's... it's Again, you're the club. He. It's like anything. Any business. Any manager comes to you and says, "This is how much you've got to spend." You can't then go to him. Well, where's the other seventy million gone? Yeah. That's not how it works. You have to mm-hmm. go. He gets told, "This is how much you've got to spend. You can spend what you generate on players." We needed a striker. Benfica wanted eighty-five million for Darwin Nunes. There was no one else on the market that we were going to get that was up to the level that club four. We had to pay that money. So there's the money gone from the transfers at the sale of Origi, Minamino, and Mane. And then he's working with what? That he, whatever he's told, he has to work with.
3: We have only lost two games as well. Like, so. yeah, I mean, let's be honest, <laughs> guy, lost two guy
0: nowhere. I think, I think it is a case of what Dale said. I think at the moment your midfield, it's like putting a square peg in a round hole. Like, I think you're just like all these players are not fit for the system. You need someone that is. If that's Bellingham, I don't know. Listen um, well, to be
1: honest. You've got to to be honest the... I
0: think Bellingham. I think he's going to ride. I think he's going to ride the waves at, at, mm. for as long as possible in the German league. He's still so young. You know he doesn't need to go anywhere yet. Look at Mbappe; he's in the same situation. While you're at that age, just enjoy life. And you know they know that the Premier League is a completely different ball game, and it's not. A, I'm not saying I'm not having any disrespect on the German league whatsoever, but they know it's a much bigger challenge. Haaland's come and do, done it, but not everyone will. Um, just, and just, yeah. the la- just the so, last
1: thing on just the last thing on Liverpool. So I know we got to move on yeah. to other stuff, but I think what you have got to remember is that the way that Liverpool set up and the way that we play in terms of the intensity that we play at a 31, 32 year old who's been playing in that system for four or five years, the mileage that they would have clocked up as opposed to a David Silva, who plays in Man City side, where they dominate possession. It's, it's, it's chalk and cheese. Henderson's probably clocked up maybe two, maybe three times the amount of miles in his legs that, potentially say a David Silva or Bernardo Silva. I would still have think done.
2: you dominate most of the teams you come against with possession. Yeah, I'll but 60 minutes
1: for 60 minutes now. This is the problem. You've seen this season at the 60 minute mark, we run out of steam. We can't mm. su- we can't sustain that press that we used to be able to do for 70, 80 minutes. We're mm. doing it for 55, 45, 60, and then we're running out of legs. It's just it, it, the, the the problem is the defence is getting exposed because the midfield can't close the gaps. and the, and, the, and it's the same the other way that the the forward line are not getting the service they need and and because the midfield just can't get up and support them and they can't get back to support the defence. It's that simple. If you put in a Moises Casado or a Jacob Ramsey, I'm not even too sure that Jude Bellingham is the answer, to be brutally honest with you. I think he's a very good player, but I don't actually see him as as a perfect fit for Liverpool. I might be yeah. one of the only few, but I don't actually see him as being You're one of the only few. <laughs> I don't. I, I, honestly, I think he'd be great going forward. I'm a, a bit baffled.
0: He'd... You've just mentioned Jacob Ramsey and Casado, and then you because said the, Bellingham's of... not the answer.
3: No, no, no you didn't see you didn't see the likes of Gerard Lampard, Vieira, Roy Keane doing what Bellingham's doing at their age. You know what I mean? He... No, no, I'm not
1: saying Bellingham's not a brilliant player, but I think I don't think he would be a like for like in terms of the system that we play. I don't think he would slot in, and all of a sudden you go, "All oh, Liverpool's problems are solved." I don't, I don't see that. I think yeah, you still need some something else. else. I think it's like like Genie Wijnaldum, for example, was always that player that you never really said he was a. You wouldn't ever go, "Oh, Genie Wijnaldum's world class," but as soon as he wasn't there, you go, "Oh my God, we, where's Genie?" Missed him. yeah. Well, do you know what I'm saying? So a person like Ramsey or Casado or someone of that ilk, I think, would support Bellingham in terms of bringing him in. But people who say, oh, all we need is Jude Bellingham and then all of a sudden our problems are solved. I don't agree with that. I think we need more than just Bellingham.
0: I get what you mean. Speaking of Jacob Ramsey, we need to have some sort of discussion. And I think it was Lee that said it at the beginning of the season. I could be wrong. Correct me if I am. But Steve and Gerrard, what is going on there at the moment? I mean, Villa, do you feel like... I'll go to you, Dale, because I know you watched the game last night. Um, do you feel like he's perhaps getting away with something this season? I've seen, like, when I'm looking at it, the results Villa are getting, the way they're playing football, I kind of agree with what Roy Keane was saying yesterday. It's so boring. Like, considering the, the players and the people, like, considering the team, Ollie Watkins, I'm not saying he's, you know, he's not the best thing at all. He's, he's There's many other strikers out there better than him. But Coutinho, Danny Ings, and then you've got Leon Bailey, Boone Do you feel like he's doing enough with his team? Or do you think it could come to a point where it's a bit too much for him to deal with? Because obviously he had a really good success at Rangers, don't get me wrong. Brilliant. Um, I always said he perhaps shouldn't have, he should have stayed there and let that time run out and, you know, get the job done. Do you feel like this season Villar have got too much for him to work with um, and that he's just trying to find a rhythm? Because I mean, one all against Forest. Look, I'm not going to disrespect Forest anyway. I just think three points there is probably where you expect three points. Like it's Forrest easily being the worst team this season, in my opinion, by Leicester. Um, yeah, what's your take on Gerard? I want to know from you because I know you're obviously a Liverpool fan and. This, there's always been that conversation of, oh, Gerard will maybe one day become a Liverpool manager. I don't agree with it because I feel like he's been given enough chances in the Premier League, in the Scottish League, and it's still perhaps too much to deal with. But um, yeah, talk to me about your thoughts on them yesterday.
1: Um, I didn't think they played that badly. I think they're just, I don't think, I think the one most worrying thing for Villa at the minute, I think, is he doesn't know his best team. I think that's yeah. the most worrying thing. I think you've got. He's had time well, to
0: find out as well. Which yeah, even I, think, more I
1: think you've got. I think you've got. Buendia and Coutinho were basically the same player. And I think a yep. lot of the Aston Villa fans are a bit baffled about why he signed Coutinho because I think they kind of thought, well, we've got Buendia, he's younger. A lot of people felt that he was probably better than Coutinho at the time. Um, doesn't <clears> it help when you bring in a top big money centre half and he gets a injury, he's out for the, pretty much the whole yeah. season? after like week one, I think it was. But to be fair, I had Villa as what my sort of surprise package this And I was expecting them to really surprise a few people, but it's kind of gone the other way for them. They're just not really... Do you know what they are? A bit of a team that when you look at their squad on paper, you go, blimey, what a squad that is. But in theory, in, a, in actual reality, is they're actually not that great players.
2: Hmm.
1: I think Ollie Watkins is, is the prime example of a player that because he's easy on the eye and, a, and he's big and he's strong, but actually if you watch him, he ain't actually that much of a threat. He doesn't really... Do an awful lot in the game. Um, I'm surprised that Danny Ings hasn't been given a run in the team because I think he's proven that he can score goals given a run of games. Um, but yeah, Villa are a bit of a strange one. I think I, I just I don't know. I don't really know. I don't. I haven't seen enough of Villa this season to really have a, a definitive opinion. I think mm. Gerard, listen, you got to remember he's still a young manager. He's still learning his way. He's going to make mistakes along the way. I think it's a kind of like. You just got to, if you if you're giving him a project I think you just gotta give him the project. If you've given him a three year a three year project I think you might as well just see it out. I don't think they're ever going to get relegated, but they it's a bit like I suppose it's kind of like the Arteta thing, isn't it? Where the first mm. two seasons under Arteta weren't great and then who knows the third season he might
0: who knows what he could do. Yeah
1: so yeah I mean I the, the Diego
0: Carlos injury uh, that obviously came as a like that was an ideal um I mean, it's actually been quite baffling how many new signings to clubs have gone and got injured. But for me, I just think he's going under the radar because a lot of other teams are perhaps not performing to their level either. Um, One being Leicester City, who lost again. Miller, how would you feel if you were a a Leicester City fan right now? What do you think is in my eyes now, this is just get, becoming a joke. Like, is it, a, do you think it is a case of, they just don't feel that anyone else can come in and do as good of a job or a better job. So we were talking earlier of Klopp and let, no one's going to come in and do a better job. Well, this is a completely different situation. This is Leicester City. Um And I mean, I said two weeks ago on here, six points out of those two games, surely. And they've gone a loss to the one game I actually thought they would win. Um, Like they went, I actually thought they would struggle against Nottingham Forest and they battered them and then they've gone and lost to Bournemouth. But yeah, how long do you think it is until time is up uh, for Brendan? Another (laughs) Liverpool. I feel like we're just talking about Liverpool in this show, um, but another man, obviously,
2: previously um, at Liverpool. I think there's a couple of ways you can look at it. You know, I mean, it's clear that they're reluctant to pull the trigger and release him, which is okay, fair enough. I think that is gonna happen eventually. I don't know how much worse it has to get. <laughs> yeah. I, I do feel sorry for them in the sense of, you know, well, him personally because you know the lack of investment is clear to see. They haven't invested at all. So you know, but I mean, again. I
0: wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. They haven't over the
2: years, realistically, have.
0: I, they. I, think in, I,
3: they?
0: I think they've invested. They've just invested badly, but not this think season. Not this season.
3: Single player. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not this season, but they have they have chucked money on the table, like. Dakar, they signed um Dakar's done the nothing. other one was.
2: It's
0: been there. Yeah, it, it just didn't pay off. I'm yeah. trying to think who was the other one. They signed uh, um is it Samare? Samare, yeah, he came in. Yeah. He's not really done much. This is the thing, nothing. it's just been money spent badly. Um this season, how like we said this at the beginning, how you can let Fofana and Smichel go and not replace either of yes, them. Yes, exactly. That is the big problem. Um relying on Vardy again shouldn't be doing that. Like his legs were gone many like a long time ago soon as he retired in international football that should be you thinking right we can't this man ain't gonna oh, bring yeah, us 20 yeah. goals anymore yeah like and dacca was never the answer harvey barnes and madison thank thank god that they're still there uh, yeah, well, for right. them anyway because they they could have easily turned harvey barnes how i don't see what he's still doing there really because he's a good player he's just I'm not sure whether it I was the a back. It,
2: in the sense of before Madison gets snapped up in your barns, you know. Yeah,
0: Madison's gone, hundred percent. He's, um, he's going
2: to start kicking up now because he's looking like a twat, and let's be real. But um, yeah, I don't know. I feel, I do feel, I feel, I feel sorry for Brendan. I think there's, there is obviously a, a world class manager there. Once upon a time, but you know, I, I,
0: was, just I was waiting for you to say something then. Yeah, can... yeah, yeah. I'm
2: not going to give him this credit now. Don't worry. <laughs> but I just feel like, yeah, I think. They'd start to lose before the World Cup, maybe a couple more games. Then, yeah, I think that gives them that period of looking for another manager. Yeah, it's not looking good. Though, that works,
0: it. actually. Yeah, I suppose, like, they've only you've only got, what, a couple of games now? Three games, is it, until the World yeah. Cup period starts? So, yeah, maybe they're just looking at it to see. I mean, that's probably not the most sensible thing to do <laughs> because it's not getting any better. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe they're just waiting for the World Cup period. They need can... amazing, mate,
2: isn't That's what they're looking for.
0: mm. Um, yeah, hopefully Ma- hopefully, Madison is on the plane and he puts himself in a chance. Transfer- well, it will be a transfer window, really, won't it, um, World Cup? Because by the time we come back, January's around the corner and he might be looking for a new team. There was a question, which I want to get before we wrap up, because I don't want to go into everything. Obviously, Manchester City, we talk about them every week. Um, Haaland, once again, did answer any critics that they <laughs> 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 Um Look, triple captain, absolutely... absolutely. You have to blow him up for this. But, yeah, I just feel like we're going to be doing it every week. Um, but, yeah, City 4, Southampton Neil, no surprises there. But Newcastle, there was a question um, on Monday Night Football last night, and it's been going around on Twitter, and I want to know what you fo- or what you three think and anyone that's been tuning in. I've seen a couple of you are there. Um, is Bruno Guimaraes one of the best centre midfielders in the Premier League? I feel like it's a tricky one because there's too many, but... I've just seen it around, and I think it is just based on the fact he's come in and adapted quickly. Um, but, Dale, what's your thoughts on Bruno Gamirez? Obviously, 5-1 at the weekend. Arsenal, look, we could have bought him last season, people can say. We could have not. Um, but, you know, history is history. We've moved on. We're playing well. But, yeah, what's your take on Bruno Gimieres? Um, Do you think he's better than Declan Rice?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is. To be honest, with you, no, to, be, to be honest, to be I, 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 I have to be honest. I haven't seen that many games of him live. Uh, I know that obviously he's he's, he's kind of <laughs> he, is, he is he is involved in a lot of in a lot of good stuff that Newcastle do. I think so. Um, I mean, it depends what you what you what you class as a good center midfield player. Everyone has different things that they look at and think might be more beneficial. But I think he's gone into Newcastle. He's obviously proven that he can play at this level. Um, I think it does help playing in a team that are on the up anyway. You know, they're, they're, they're a club on the, on the up and it, it seems like a perfect fit for them. You know, it's hard to say, like I say, it's hard for me to sit here and say, I think he's one of the best in the league. As I, I'm brutally honest with you, I haven't really seen enough of him to 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 really give an opinion on it. But from the bits that I have seen, he looks like a he looks like he's tailor-made for, for the Premier mm. League and looks like he's tailor-made for Newcastle and where they are at the minute, it's, it's a good signing for him and he's doing really well. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know whether I'd call him one of the best in the league yet, but I'd have to see a bit more of him, I think. Yeah, fair. He's better, I mean, he's better than Declan Rice.
2: That's strong. That's strong.
0: I had to. I had I think to. A couple I, ways to. I literally saw the debate last night. No. I, I saw the debate. Is that the debate, thought, whether he was better than Declan Rice? No, not at all. No, the debate was uh, because basically they brought up the stats. Declan Rice was on there, so yeah, because he obviously is a centre midfielder. Who so, was
1: the While we're touching on Declan Rice, can I just say it? Since he's made, since he made his debut for West Ham, they've lost more games with him in the team than they've won. That's all I'm going to oh say. Oh my
3: god! <laughs> right.
0: Look at Lee's face. So Lee's would you face have him him in England
1: midfield? Yeah, would I have him in in the England midfield? Yeah. Yeah, because we've
0: got no one else. <laughs> yeah. Him and Belly. What's the, him what's and Bell- the alternative? Our best? What's the yeah, alternative, Henderson? Yeah. No, but yeah. to be fair, going back going back to Newcastle, like a great win over Brentford. Um Eddie Howe for England, I say. Get that absolute clown out while we can. We've got a month until Qatar. Get Eddie Howe on the plane, chuck the bucket in. It's not gonna happen. But you know, like full thinking, I, I just like Eddie Howe. I always have since Bournemouth okay. days. it would be in, and to, he's the only he's the only answer now. Graham Potter's left. He's the only real man that can come to mind. I don't think Mourinho's gonna gonna jump ship and and fly on a he plane. And, leave.
3: Why would he leave? Yeah, he, who Eddie, Eddie Howe? Howe. If England happens, come knocking,
0: leave? yes, hundred percent. No, he
2: wouldn't. I bet. He, I, honestly, he wouldn't. I think he They're would. Tri- they would triple got, his, They got just trip his wages and keep him. I don't, team team I, I don't understand managing who wouldn't.
0: I don't understand who says no to managing their country. He I don't shot think it down no. I know
2: he's got his PC, but he shut it down. No.
1: There's no way. If, if no England way... came
0: knocking, he's
1: no. There's no way. He's there's got no... one of the
3: dream jobs in club yeah. football, managing Newcastle at the moment. Brand new owners who who hired him, money to spend. He's doing really well. Why would he go to a job where you get absolutely vilified by the press and yeah. you your private life? Um, Could say the just... same about
0: Potter going to Chelsea, though. What did Potter have wrong at um, Brighton? Nothing. Well, by the money. No Saudi Arabia owners, obviously. But yeah, but club Champions levels Le- different,
3: I think.
1: Champions League football, mate. That That's was his only
3: chance at a big job. Mm, yeah, he knows, yeah. Whereas mm. how can turn Newcastle into a, a bigger club than they are, really.
0: Do you actually think they've got the, the... Just touching on that before we wrap up in a minute. Do you actually think Newcastle are... A lot of people are saying look, they're coming up, they're coming back to being the, the Newcastle uh, with the Shearer days. Do you feel like that is possible, or do you think the competition yeah. at the moment the competition doesn't look like it. it's a lot? Obviously, because Liverpool are on a, I'm not going to say decline, a do blip, you, um, you know, Leicester you know have know dropped what? points. They've do got a they chance. United they've does. Got, yeah. Yeah. Hot and gold. Mm-hmm. I think the one. On, would you say? I Lee?
3: think they've got a chance. I think they've got a chance of Europe this year.
0: What would you say is a realistic expectation for them now? Given everything that's going Seven. on, Sophie. team yeah. for yeah. seventh. Yeah. I think
3: they should be looking at seventh at the moment. Seventh, sixth place, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean the front three they've got the midfield the looks good. Joe a, there's, there's a the, all, good game.
3: There's a proper feel-good factor about the club at the moment. Um So yeah, squad's a limit for them, I think. I
1: think I think yeah. with Newcastle, do you know, what I've liked about them, that and I think they need to continue on doing is that they haven't gone out and signed like the big superstar names that you go, just because you've got a lot of money, we're going to bring in like a Neymar or we're going to bring in, you know, someone of that. I think there's, they're doing it quite strategically the way that they're buying their players. They're doing their research. They're, they're doing the due, gili- due diligence on the players. And um, I think how a lot of new managers, when they get a, a big transfer, war chest, they tend to go, right. I'm just going to go and have him, 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 him and him and him. Whereas he hasn't done that. He's kind of gone, I'm going to sign Dan Burns. from picking specific. Brighton. Mm. I'm going to sign Bruno Guimaraes. Sort of it's names even, that are under the it's radar.
3: It's like they're developing the stadium and training facilities and things like that, so they're they're putting it all in place for the future. Yeah, they've got a plan.
2: You can
1: see. Man yeah. City. Are, Man City are giving them the blueprint because Man City done exactly the same thing. I know I that mean, they. I, put I stack, think seventh, the is, a bit more.
0: seventh is released. Really st- I'm, 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 let me look at it this way. Man City. Look, they're going to be up there. Then I'm looking at if I'm going to be if I'm going to take my rivalry hat off, which I suppose I've got to. I'm going to say man city chelsea arsenal fight between fourth between spurs and liverpool at the moment like right that. now i can't see us finishing second i just can't i i generally i think potter's got a lot to work with at the, at the moment as well and they looked good against leeds uh not leeds sorry wolves considering they dropped james dropped sterling of let's be honest sterling's been their best player this season james had an absolute field day um last week against milan so it just I, I was like, wow, this is ballsy. And then he still went out and got a 3-0 win. So I'm just looking at Chelsea and I'm thinking the depth they've got, the manager they've got, they're going to be up there. And then, yeah, so that's 4th, 5th already nailed up. And then 6th, I'm looking, I'm thinking probably Man United, 10 can't really afford, he can't afford any worse. Like he'll go if he gets any, anything below that. He'll probably go if he gets 6th, to be honest. So, yeah, 7th is probably, it'll be it's going to be them or a Palace or something like that, isn't it? Because Leicester, they're usually there, but they're far down at the moment. I can't, to be honest, the way they're going, I can't even see them surviving the actual league itself. And West Ham, that they got a win at the weekend against Fulham, but even that wasn't the most convincing. I can't see them yeah, being. As Everton
3: good. and Brighton aren't looking too bad at the moment. Uh, no, Ever- Everton are having fair, a good. Everton
0: are having a good patch, but I,
3: and to be fair, uh, we haven't mentioned it, but um, what's his name, Gary O'Neill, uh, Bournemouth, is done an outstanding job since he came in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I think, to be honest, I, I actually... I'm starting to, like, wonder what actually happened with the whole Scott Parker situation because no one expected him to get sacked. He called the owners
3: called them out, mate. But he's oh, he's kind shit. of made himself... He's made himself look silly because he's called the owners out and then some... The caretakers come in and now he's got the team above, the team that just lost 9-0 to him. Like, they're <laughs> above us now. <laughs> so it's <Yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> But, i mean for,
0: for me for me fair play to him because that bournemouth squad there's not many players you'd look at and pick out and think yeah you're a premier league player um i think there's the winger who used to play for liverpool is it wilson,
3: harry wilson? wilson. yeah
0: is it harry um who's the one for bournemouth on the right wing i'm sure it's a lot it's a former liverpool player maybe not. Uh, i'm gonna to, have to look at to it. But right. yeah, so you look at so, like someone like yeah. Sam Surridge, who uh,
3: Bill Billing is probably the best player, isn't he? Philip Billing, that's
0: what I mean. Billing,
3: yeah,
0: a defender, he's a defender, isn't he? he scored a
3: the second. weekend. <laughs>
0: yeah, <I> mean, yeah, <laughs> I like admit. Sam Surridge, people like that. Bournemouth haven't got they've got they've probably got looking at it on paper, easily one of the worst squads in the league, and he's getting results. Yeah. I mean, Leicester City, maybe not, but considering where they were and where they are now, they're picking up points, they're higher the table, higher than Liverpool, as you say, but yeah, we will wrap up on that one. Um, I don't want to go too much into Manchester, Liverpool, Manchester City, because I know the focus is on tomorrow night, but Dale and Lee, just tell me, how many points can you see grabbing out of the next, let's say, seven days? Um, do you play next Tuesday as well? You do, actually, don't you?
1: I think, weirdly enough, I think but we, like Lee said earlier it's kind of a game where no one expects us to win and you never know these sort of games where you're not expected to do anything we might be able to do something I don't believe we will I think we'll probably get beaten quite convincingly um, but I would love I'd love to just nick a nick a win against So I know it's not going to be easy and I don't think it's going to happen but I do think we'll get beat quite quite comprehensively on, at the weekend I could see it being 2-3-0 if I'm being brutally honest but I I just do think sometimes in these games where you're not expected to get nothing and with the Anfield crowd, maybe trying to just somehow get some of that energy back that we used to have. And who knows, you know, Liverpool at Anfield against anybody, we can beat anyone on our day, even with the poor form that we're in. So I'm just hoping it's one of them games where we sit back and go, Oh, what was we all worried about? We're just going to beat in Man City. But on the other hand, it's one of them games where I'm like, Oh, we're going to get absolutely slapped. So, I don't know how to think about it. I want to try and be positive, but it's hard to be positive.
2: It's, it's Come at the right, wrong time and
0: right. it? it's hard it's to be positive. Time. But... Saying that, saying that, you say it's come at the wrong time. I don't know because I'm always on the I'm always on the on the fence that playing a team in bad form isn't always a good thing either, because they've got a point to prove. I know Sunday we won, Sam, but I was dreading it. I said in the pub, I don't like the idea of the fact they need to win more than we do because they're just gonna go all guns blazing. And yeah, let's let's look at it. Even without Diaz, Liverpool have got the tools for the job. Jota, Flamingo, Nunez, yeah. Salah, they're all still mm. there. You haven't really we're, lost we're team, out that we're, much.
1: We're a team that's still got the quality, we're just not in great form. And at some point that form will turn around. And let's face it, what better way to, to shut a few people up is to go and buy, is by going and beating City.
0: Exactly my point. But like this would be a great lot, way to get the fans on his side, definitely.
1: Easier, easier said than done, obviously. But um I'm just hoping that there is a reaction and that Klopp just kind of goes in there and goes, you know what? Everyone out there fucking hates us. Let's go and show these lot what we're really about. And we just put in a performance that we all just go, where the hell has that been all
0: season? By the way, this is a win-win for me. Because if you win and we beat Leeds, we get a gap on Man City. If you lose, I get to see you guys absolute meltdown (laughs) again. So, (laughs) I don't know.
1: what. Let's see what Lee thinks. What does Lee think? Uh, Where's his head at?
3: Um, I'm just kind of thinking about it now in my head, and I'm actually feeling a bit more positive than I did an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to think of what I could put the line up as in my head. Um, going back to 4 3 3, I think it could turn out all right.
0: Um, it's got to be Nunes in the middle, obviously. I'm just right, got...
3: I'm, uh, my only pra- the only thing I'm praying for is that he doesn't whack Milner in at right back. Um, because no Phil Foden yeah. Milner against Foden, oh, I'd He'd love to see that. City and just, it, it I
1: think. I think personally the lineup. Um, will, the lineup but I think if you way.
3: you could still put a strong starting eleven out, I'd like to just go back to 4-3-3 for that game. Um, and you can still put a strong lineup out, especially with um, Jotter on the left. You've got Nunes or Firmino in the middle, Salah out wide. You can still get a strong midfield three of Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson, and maybe or Elliot or Jones. And you can still get a pretty strong back four if if Robertson's back or not uh, with Tismiscus, Van Dyke canate and gomez so you can still get a pretty strong 11 out of that and you can still possibly nick a result so
1: i think the i think being back at home is going to be a big thing i think if we go to iron
3: tomorrow and we get a
1: result and we just get a win it doesn't really matter how it comes if we get a win it's a bit of confidence we go back into the game at the weekend against city where the fans are going to be up for it like the liverpool fans are going to be right behind them they're going to do everything they can to unsettled Man City it wouldn't no, be surprised no. if, you, if you see the bus getting targeted before the game and all that sort of stuff I generally think that these are the games where Liverpool tend to, to, to rise up and actually answer a few critics but mm. that's what I'm hoping for anyway I'm hoping it's one of them games where we just sit back and go Liverpool uh, Liverpool put in a really good performance there I, I think, think be...
3: most most people will be expecting City to steamroll yeah. So. yeah
1: I think it'll be closer than what people think I do but I do think that, that it's also got on the flip side of that, it could go tits up very quickly, very early, and that's my worry. But I, I, I'm trying to stay as positive as I possibly can, I'm, and I'm with Lee. I'm just hoping that we just rise to the occasion and, and we just put some put some wrongs right, basically. And what's way by session, yeah. To be fair, though, the performances haven't been. <laughs> it's the it's it's moments in the game that have been sloppy, whereas performances have actually been okay for large periods of, of the games. It's just been in moments we've just done mad, sloppy things. and I think that's where we've just got to get back to being, being the consistent team that we were. And listen, Man City at home, everyone's expecting us to lose. The players are probably thinking we're going to get beat. But football's a funny old game, mate. And sometimes, like Lee said, we've still got decent quality on the pitch. And it only takes us... I think if we get the first goal, that could change... A lot of the mood inside the stadium because fans will be right be up. I think if we go one nil down again, it could be a long day at the office. Mm.
0: It's like you said as well. Man City on Man City are quite are conceding a lot this season, like mm. defensively. I know a lot of people speak of Cancelo, but at the Cancelo, back, sorry, at the back they've been all over the gaff. Like they're conceding they're and... a lot. You can get at Man City. They have to. And
1: it, <laughs> my only concern is that if we is that City are so good at keeping the ball and with the the way that the games have gone this season after 60 minutes of us running around, gets the to hope half an hour to go and we're just absolutely battered again and we've been chasing City around the whole game. I think we've got to kind of make it like a cup tie. Just make it yeah. awkward for them, make it horrible for them. Just don't let them have any time on the ball. Give away little fouls, get take a few bookings. It's got to be that type of game. We've got to get back to that being nasty to play against. I can't remember, I was saying today, I can't remember the last time a Liverpool player got... Booked for like a shit hour's retackle or like a bit of nastiness. I think we are missing a bit of that.
3: Are you, of forgetting the, are you forgetting the Nunez
1: headbutt? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was that was <laughs> on and off the ball incident. I'm talking about like I'm talking about like an actual just I just want us to be horrible again, like horrible yeah. to play against. And I think that's what it is. We're just a bit nice at the minute. I don't see anyone getting stuck in. I don't really see anyone like just you know, just yeah, you need a bit of grit and, to
0: get results. Let's yeah. be real, like.
1: And I think Nunes I loved does that. Add the, that.
0: Um, I love that on the. I don't want to get into it now because I know we're wrapping up. But I loved that on Sunday, seeing Jacker just run at Henderson, back his man. I just loved it. That's the sort of stuff I'm here for all day. I think. Um, Nunes,
1: I think this is a game as well that Nunes, that Nunes could be pivotal. We could. He could be that guy, the one that is the pain in the ass for the opposition. He can be the one that can be almost, you know, teetering on the edge of you know, like what Suarez used to be, like not to that extent Mm. in terms of like going above the line or going over the line, but he could be that Diego Costa type figure where he's just horrible to play against. I think he's got that to his games. I'm hoping that we can just kind of get Nunes in positions where he can score. Because I think he's proven already, if you give him half a chance, he will put it in the back of the net. uh,
0: 100%. Special mentions to Skamaka and Anthony anyway, both scoring. Mm. And I'll tell you what, Anthony is looking like... I hate to say it but finally yeah, yeah finally man united have found uh, a good player look Martial. there was all that talk in the next on it didn't happen but anthony yeah, yeah. <laughs> three goals in three games for him and skamaka is looking like a great sign in west ham have finally found their striker we're gonna wrap up because it is late everyone that's tuned in thank you make sure you smash the like button if you have enjoyed and subscribe if you're new we'll be back next tuesday look I'm just glad Arsenal are not playing City next week that we were meant to be, and it is Liverpool. Uh, but will they finally get the ball rolling again? We'll find out, and we'll be talking all about it next weekend, uh, next Tuesday. Have a good week, guys. See you soon. Oh, Bye. Oh, hang on. Happy birthday, Sally Miller! There we are. There she is. <laughs> Happy birthday, <laughs> Sally!
3: Happy birthday, Sally! Um, <laughs> oh, Sally, can yeah. away. Oh wow! Too late.
2: Oh, legend! I'll have
0: to buy her a drink next time I see her. But have a good one, <laughs> Sally. Hope John spoils you. And yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Take it easy.
2: Yeah. Cheers all. See you later.
3: Do not scratch your eyes. You are really seeing the most extraordinary finish here.